Welcome to the Christian Wealth Podcast, where people come to learn what the Bible says about money, wealth, and business. Be inspired by some of the greatest Christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet. Enjoy this episode with your host, Alex Cook. 96.3, we are catching up with Alex Cook from Wealth With Purpose. Always has some good money information. Good morning, Alex. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, Ross. Great to be with you. Oh, it's great to have you, and uh, we're talking spiritual warfare over our money today. This is a big topic. Sure is, and one I think we don't talk enough about spiritual warfare. It's kind of one of those things, you know, when we look around, we get up in the morning, go to work, etc. We kind of look at the, we see the world in a physical sense, and because we can't see the spiritual realm, I think it's something we tend to discount, mm. uh, and therefore we, do, you know, we don't. Um, focus enough attention on it. Now, I'm not suggesting you become obsessed with the spiritual <laughs> side of things, but more just that you are aware of it and what it can do and the influence that it has over us as individuals and obviously our society. And, you know, the Bible tells us to be aware. It says, you know, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Mm. That's from, you know, 1 Peter chapter 5. And so it gives us a sense that there is this, you know, spiritual beings, the evil, evil one, the mm. devil, uh, and he's having an influence on us as individuals and on our society. Um, and of course, we're talking money, and so the question, of course, is how does that affect our money, and what is the devil doing that will impact us in a financial sense? And I think um, probably the the really big one is obviously Satan hates God and he wants to take us away from the faith. He wants us to turn our back on God. Mm. And I think we often forget that our heart and, and money are often very linked in the sense that the Bible warns us about what can happen when we fall in love with money. You know, money can become an idol in our life. That is a false God. Uh, and we can start to worship it, you know, in an, not in the sense the way we think about worship, but in the in the sense that you know it becomes something that we're just obsessed with in our life, and it influences our behaviour. So, the devil wants to use money to take you away from God, um, and that's why I think you know there are so many passages in Scripture that warn us about what happens when we. Uh, no, it's not that the Bible talks about having too much money or anything like that. It's not so much the quantum of money one has; mm. it's about the impact that it has on our heart. That's a really, you know, big way, obviously, the devil can attack us. Mm. But the other thing is if you can't take your faith away, he'll just want to make you ineffective. So he can either... That's that's right. I mean, that's that's mission accomplished in itself if we're being made ineffective. And if that can be done through money, then, uh, well, it'll it'll obviously be something that the devil will try on. Absolutely. And, And probably the two big ways he does it there is I think either allows us to get massively in debt and obviously that's a characteristic of Australian society mm. uh, and therefore by getting into debt you know we become enslaved to the the current world system and we end up giving less so we become less generous and less likely to be able to fund God's kingdom and probably the second part to that is uh, rather than necessarily being enslaved you have so much money you become puffed up with pride and, and sense of arrogance about you know look at me I'm a self-made man that kind of thing mm. so we then become very ineffective in terms of how we, um, you know, show our faith to, to others. Exactly. Um, and of course, one that's, yeah, and look, probably another big one that's uh, not lost on our society either is the, the destruction of families uh, through, through money. I mean, the number one cause of divorce is financial conflict. Mm. Um, and, and so if you have couples fighting over money where it leads to, you know, divorce, uh, then of course it has a huge impact on the kids. 
Uh, and it, it can obviously lead to impoverishment. We've got many families. I think oh, there's an article I think I saw last week that said there's something like a million single parent families in Australia now. And that's not to criticise anyone, by the way. You know, we all mm. <laughs> we live in a fallen world. That's that's not a, a judgment call. Yeah. It's just the fact that what's happened in our society is the breakdown in the family unit, and of course that comes with a financial consequence as well mm. so um yeah so you can see the devil likes to attack us That's in right. all sorts of different ways and then probably and probably that the last one is more of that bigger picture societal level is he wants to impoverish nations and if you think about our politicians mm. and the, the you know they're all coming from different stripes and different ideologies but if they're, they're operating out of a, a wrong ideology particularly a marxist type one then that's likely to lead to very poor policies and that can lead to the impoverishment of a nation. And so, as I say, there's lots of ways the devil can attack us, both uh, individually, but then collectively uh, as a society through the, you know, through the political system. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, what are some of the ways in which the devil does attack us uh, financially? Yeah, look, I think probably the big one today is through fear. Um, mm. You know, we many people, I mean, you don't have to turn on the evening news to see the amount of fear that's gripped our society these days. Mm. Um, you, know, you only have to look at the wars and rumours of wars and you, know, you, you can talk about food shortages and uh, supply chain issues, all these kind of things. And, and that leads to a fear of lack, particularly. You know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, what will happen to me if, if we run out or if something mm. happens? Run out of lettuce, and, run out of um, toilet paper, run out of tissues. I mean, we're <laughs> experiencing that on that level and you see it you know it shelves empty in a supermarket shows we're worried about that and in reality exactly it is and you know i think there's that human nature to it and the, the problem with it though is that the natural reaction then from a, a christian point of view is to withhold that's what we you know we see people do mm. you know they withhold their generosity um, and of course, fear can lead to poor decision making mm. or indecision. Um, you know, you're unlikely to invest or invest poorly if you if you're fearful about the future, fearful mm. where this is all heading. When in fact, another way of looking at it, particularly from a uh, as I say, from a place of confidence and trusting in God, is to look at it as opportunity. Because in tough times and adversity, opportunities will, will pop up. So. As I say, fear leads to poor decision making, mm. whereas that confidence and faith and trust in God is much more likely to put you into a, you know, a solid position going forward. But the other big way I think the devil attacks us in our society these days is through identity. I mean, we talk about identity politics these days and, uh, you know, people's racial identities and sexual identities, and all these kind of things. But probably the ones that get overlooked um, these days are people's obsession with money and their career, yeah, you know, they right. identify themselves by by their by their profession mm. rather than identifying themselves as a you know a precious child of God. They think of themselves as their as their occupation or their financial success defines who they are. Mm. And of course, those things are very 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 dangerous because they can be taken away very very quickly. Um, so we need to make sure that money is not uh, defining us. Our identity is, is coming from the fact that we are made in the image of God and we are loved by God and he's got a plan and purpose for our lives. And yeah. So the devil tries to strip that away from you. And of course, um, uh, that, yeah, idolat so yeah, that idolatry then leads to us, uh, you know, being greedy, distracted, wanting more, 
and uh, the cycle just uh, keeps going around. As we the great line in Wall Street, greed is good, and then the uh, follow-up, uh, <laughs> greed is now legal. <laughs> Unreal, isn't it? I remember it? that well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, we've looked at the, uh, the bad stuff, how it can affect us, how the devil attacks us and uses uh, division there, but how do we fight back against the enemy's plans, Alex? Mm, well, the Bible tells us that's the good news. Um, so I'll, I'll read from Ephesians chapter 6, because this uh, gives us the explanation as to what we've got to do. Um, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and with requests. So there's a lot in that. And, uh, you know, we've only got so much time <laughs> to sort of unpack it. But basically what it's saying here is we've got to put on the armor of God and the armor that he's given us. And he breaks it down into a few parts. One is the belt of truth. You know, our lives need to be anchored in truth, mm. uh, biblical truth, and that we're getting our idea. And I think particularly that we've got our identity firmly in place based on truth, not yes. based on lies. Because when you know who you are, you're, gonna, uh, you're not likely to be pushed around so much with exactly. money and the world's lies. You're defined by something else. Mm. Yeah. And then the breastplate of righteousness. Now, righteousness means to be being made right. Mm. Um, but what I think when I think about this is we need to obey God's commands towards things. You know, we wanna, If we want to fight back against the devil, we need to do things God's way. Mm rather than man's way. Yeah. That's really important. And of course, the gospel brings peace. Um, and you know, the devil brings fear and worry, whereas the gospel brings peace. Mm. So we need to remember that. And then, of course, there's a shield of faith to fight back against the arrows that come towards us. Mm. And the way you need to feed your faith is through God's will. You know, I say faith is like a muscle. You've got to keep building it up. Yeah. And you do that through, through God's word. Um, and, uh, and then once again, this all, these kind of all kind of links. It talks about the helmet of salvation. And when you think about your helmet, it protects your head, mm. which is sort, of, sort of symbolizes our mind. And of course, with money, there's a battlefield going on in, yeah. in your mind what, about what you should and shouldn't do with it. Yeah. Um, and so we need to feed our faith with the word of God so that what we're putting into our mind is God's word and not the wrong messages. Mm. Uh, and once again, the, the final thing is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now, it's powerful, and it will transform uh, the way we think, the way we act uh, when it comes to our finances. So, yes, there is a spiritual war going on. No, you shouldn't be worried about it. You should be, you know, you should be aware of it, but not mm. worried. Uh, and you need to fight back by making sure you're holding on to the truth of God's Word and, uh, you know, seeking to live out God's word and be mm. obedient to it exactly. uh, in our daily lives. And that'll exactly. get you really well set up uh, financially 
um, because you'll be aligning your finances with God's word. Exactly. Great passage from Ephesians 6 there. Been catching up with Alex Cook from Wealth With Purpose. Alex, if our listeners want to get in touch with you to talk about money, how can they do that? Yep, I'd say jump onto wealthwithpurpose.com. Uh, it's where we've got a lot of resources that people can download, access, jump on our newsletter so you can keep up to date with our events and webinars, things like that. And uh, yeah, we'd love to see how we can help you more on your financial journey. Thanks so check very out much. wealthwithpurpose.com. <laughs> wealthwithpurpose.com.